Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported thousands of women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. So if you're frustrated, If you're doubting yourself, if you're not enjoying the journey, there's a better way. Together, we'll break through your past patterns, we'll eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and most importantly, enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thanks so much for joining me today. Wanted to make sure to remind you right at the start that we have launched, I have launched, a totally free training series, totally free training series. My goal is to do one of these live free every single month. This month, the month of March, we're doing two, and they haven't happened yet. The first one, as of when this episode airs, is tomorrow. So the first one is Tuesday, March 28th at 8 p.m. Eastern, all about getting back on track, tools and strategies for getting back on track and staying on track this time, getting rid of that cycle of on and off and on and back on and back off and back on. Uh, So that is totally free, live, Tuesday, March 28th, 8 p.m. Eastern time, getting back on track. And then Thursday, March 30th, I'm going to be doing a free live training all about continuous glucose monitors for fat loss, energy, and anti-aging. We're going to talk about my experience, the inside look, all the details, the pros, the cons, but also how you can leverage what I've learned from this experience and leverage it without using a continuous glucose monitor. So how can you use the tools, apply the tools of managing glucose levels for weight loss, energy, and anti-aging without a continuous glucose monitor. This is another totally free training, that one Thursday, March 30th, 8 p.m. Eastern time. All you have to do to register is drop in your name and email address. I will put the link to register for free. And once you register, you're registered for all of the free trainings I do, which means you'll get an email with the information on all of them. I'm going to put that link in the show description. It is also in the Primal Potential Facebook group. It's also in the link in my Instagram bio at Elizabeth Benton. You can find me on Instagram. So it's in the show description. It's in the Primal Potential Facebook group. It's the link in my Instagram bio. It's everywhere, but I wanted to make sure that you register so that you do not miss these free trainings and also any notifications about replays or accessing them afterwards if you're listening to this in three or four months um, and you want to get access to them, make sure that you go to that link and register. Okay, 
Here's what we are going to talk about today, and this is a big difference between people who are struggling and people who are not struggling and people who are in momentum, making progress versus those who are not. I heard this from my friend Erin Diamond a couple weeks ago. She said, the question isn't how, it's who. The question isn't how, it's who. It's not how can I lose weight? How can I get unstuck? It's who can I ask? Who can help me? Who could assist me in moving from where I am now to where I want to be? The question isn't how, it's who. How many times have we struggled with I don't know how to get myself out of this. I don't know how to get myself consistent. I don't know how to stop making excuses. I don't know how to do the work. The question isn't how, it's who. Who can assist? Who has a tool I can use? Who has a strategy that would help me? Now, Erin refers to this in what what she does. She works with uh, gym owners to and trainers to be more profitable and grow their businesses. But she refers to asking how as a, quote, middle-class mindset, meaning the people who struggle the most, the people who are not seeing the success and the results they want, they have this mindset that they've got to figure it out, that they've got to do it all by themselves, that, you know, it's on them to not only find the answer, but implement the answer and stay consistent and make it happen And the reason that she refers to this as this middle-class mindset is because people who are the most successful, the most successful in business, the most successful in marriage, the most successful financially, they're not trying to carry it all on their own. That's not some badge of honor that they're looking to wear. They know what they are really good at. And for everything else, they're asking, who? Who do I need to connect with? Who can help me? Who can I turn to? And whether you have money or you don't have money, whether you have a business or you don't, whether you have a weight problem or not, this is an opportunity for all of us to get out of the struggle more quickly by asking who and not how. So for the longest time, as it relates to money, I was putting all this pressure on myself to figure it all out, meaning where should my money be? Where should it not be? What are the best ways to diversify? Am I protecting myself in the best ways? Like I need to read more money books and I need to listen to more money podcasts. And and look, I love to learn, but there's a point at which I need to say it's great to be educated, but it's best to educate myself, but also know who can help me and turn to people where that is their area of expertise and learn from them instead of trying to figure everything else out on my own. Let them take a look at my finances and make recommendations. Let them be looking at my diversification. Like the question isn't how, it's who. The same thing in my business. Man, if you're listening to this and you're self-employed, you can probably relate. But the truth about being a business owner is that you can feel like, it's very easy to feel like you need to know everything. 
you need to know sales, you need to know technology, you need to know marketing, you need to know product development, you need to know money management, you need to know human resources and people skills and leadership and all of these things. And that can just eat you alive. But it is not only freeing, it propels you to success more quickly if you start asking who instead of how. I practiced this the other day because I was feeling something close to overwhelmed by my work responsibilities, my home responsibilities, my desire to be free to spend time with my kids as much as possible, the Dagny Foundation, some real estate responsibilities that I have, and my own self-care. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is just... This is a lot. And so I started to ask, instead of how can I get this all done, who can support me? Who can help me? And that's when I have this, I have this very aspirational goal. I, I don't think I've shared this before, but I want to have 5,000 people register for this year's Dagny Foundation 5K. And it's not like 5,000 people here where I live. You can participate from anywhere, right? Last year, we had people all over the world walking wherever they are, right? Not in one location, wherever they are uh, to support the Dagny Foundation. And we probably had maybe like 400 people register, maybe 500, but somewhere, somewhere in that range. And so I want to more than 10x that this year, which feels like a ridiculously huge goal. And I was just like, okay, I have all these ideas, but I also don't have a ton of time to implement them. So I asked, who? There are absolutely people who can magnify my efforts. I don't have to carry it all on my own. Who do I need to talk to to help me reach this goal with the Dagny Foundation? Start asking who instead of how. Not only do you not have to figure everything out by yourself, but trying to do so is not only slowing you down and overwhelming you, it's also reducing your chances of success. Now think about it this way. I feel like I just started on down one train of thought and now we're going to switch a little bit, but that's okay. My show. We can do it that way. There are some things that it's totally okay to figure it out yourself and DIY it and, and, and even want to. Like, I don't want to ask somebody else to do it. I want to do this. I think that's fine. Completely fine. But for the things that are of the highest value, get support. You know, when I think about my business. For a long time, I just, it was all on me and I was figuring it out. And I was scared to pay for support, whether that was hiring employees or joining a mastermind. I was nervous about spending the money. And I, of, I often felt like I just, I can't afford it. But the truth was, if I stepped away from the fear, the truth was I couldn't afford not to right? I couldn't afford for it to take 10 times longer than it would have if I got support. I couldn't afford for my success to be one-tenth of what it would be if I was investing in people who could propel me to heights that I wouldn't make it to on my own. And I made my money back multiple times over. I did this 
uh, in an industry that was new to me, yeah, I absolutely could have figured it out on my own. Sure, I could have read books and tried things and looked at what other people were doing, but it went way faster. And I was dramatically more successful by paying somebody who had gone before me to say, walk me through this. Let's create a framework. This is what I'm thinking. What do you think? And making my ideas better with their help. It was just that much more effective. You know, when I talked about last Monday, was it? When I shared about the continuous glucose monitor, uh, a lot of people were like, Elizabeth, you know, that's great that you're paying a couple hundred dollars a month, but that's way too much for me. Hey, look, I get it. I'm not saying that you need to, to find that money or make that happen. You can have success without it. But what's true for me is where I have the highest value or where my highest priorities live, like my health is the highest value, is the biggest priority because if I'm not healthy, I can't do as much for my kids. I can't do as much for my community. I can't do as much for anybody or anything. So I'm willing to invest there. Like that's where I don't want to DIY it. That's where I don't want it to take 10 times longer. That's where I don't want to have one-tenth the success as I could. That's where I want to say who. And that's where I'm willing to pay for who. That's that's where it matters. This was a really interesting thing that came up uh, just earlier today, actually. I was on the phone with... Actually, I was on Zoom, but I was talking one-on-one with one of my clients in the consistency course, okay? And we were going over how she was doing with the couple of areas of consistency she's wanting to build. And there was one of them where she was like, I'm just just not making improvements in consistency. And I said, why? Tell me why. What is the barrier that you perceive? Or how are you talking yourself out of action? What is getting in the way? What does is, what is your thought process look like that's keeping you from executing and making it happen? And she said, you know, honestly, I feel like I'm just burnt out on trying. Like I've been working at this for so long and I'm so tired from my job and taking care of everybody that I just have these moments when it's time to do the work. And I'm like, I don't freaking want to. I don't, I don't want to work hard for it. I'm just over it. And here's the power of other people. I shared with her, I gave her an example. And this was an example from March 20th, which a lot of you guys know was, is the anniversary of Dagny's death. So it was a tough day for me, and right before we were all going to have dinner, Chris took Roman to the grocery store to get some milk. Chris doesn't grocery shop for a reason. <laughs> God only knows what he would come home with. But Chris and Roman left to go get milk. And I'm sitting there as, as they're gone, and I'm you know, playing with the girls, and I'm like, I bet he's going to come back with ice cream. Because that's, you know, Chris is not an emotional guy. He's not a big communicator, but I, I bet I am almost certain that's going to be his way of saying like, hey, I know this is a hard day. Here's something to like put a smile on your face, ice cream. And so I'm thinking about my response to that when he gets home. Because I can absolutely, I'm telling my client, 
I can absolutely make a case that like this is one of the hardest days of my year, if not the hardest day of my year emotionally. And not only that, I've been doing so well. I haven't had any sugar this month. Like I've just been, you know, executing and crushing it and doing a really great job. You know, what's what's some ice cream on this hard day? And, you know, maybe we'll give some to Roman and it can be like a, a little celebration in honor of Dagny or blah, 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 blah. This is, I could, we are so good at talking ourselves out of our goals or out of our priorities and not only talking ourselves out of it, but but convincing ourselves that it's okay. Maybe even it's a good idea. We're just expert at that. So I'm recognizing and I'm telling my client, I'm recognizing that I can easily justify the ice cream and I can make myself feel totally okay about the choice. It's just ice cream on a really hard day. That's one story and it's one compelling story and it's one familiar story. But what is also true, I told this client of mine, I don't want to manipulate such a hard moment and a hard day and use the memory of Dagny's death to like justify something that objectively is not healthy, right? Objectively, making a decision to have ice cream is not a healthy decision. Doesn't mean ice cream is bad. Doesn't mean I would be bad if I chose it. But the point is, I don't want to be the kind of person who uses something so sacred and something so holy, like the this memory of my daughter, to justify ice cream. Like that's just, I don't, that's gross to me. That's just disrespectful. And I don't want to do that. And I don't want to be that kind of person. And I, I want to demonstrate for my kids that these things aren't linked. I can like ice cream and choose ice cream, but using this hard emotional moment as a way of manipulating and justifying this choice, like I don't want to show my kids that those are linked. Not only that, I will for sure wake up in the morning if I have the ice cream and be like, that was stupid. That wasn't worth it. Like I would feel so much better this morning if I hadn't done that. And I, I, I don't want to be that person and I don't want to use emotional things in that way. And I don't want that to be a crutch of mine at all. And that for me is a much more compelling story than like, oh, it's a hard day. And oh, I've been so good. And as I told her that story, she was like, oh my God, yeah, that's so helpful. And it unlocked for her a way that she could see her own stories and unlocked for her new perspectives that she can use moving forward to approach these moments more intelligently and with more success. Other people hold that for us. They can short circuit our excuses. They can give us a shortcut through our own crap. They can elevate us to a viewpoint where we can see things from a better vantage point. Like we we can use that from other people who have different experiences, who have maybe more experience, who have maybe more education in different areas. It's a shortcut. And so I said to her, when you're struggling and you choose to struggle alone, you're not using the resources that are available to you because in the consistency course, like first of all, I go live twice twice a month to answer questions from folks and to address struggles that people are having. And we have this Facebook group. I said, you could have asked anybody, hey, how are you navigating these feelings? Have you felt this way? What has worked for you? What is your perspective on executing? Like, how are you getting yourself to execute? 
in a in a conversation that was less than 20 minutes, we were able to clear a path for her through something she's been struggling with for freaking years. Years. And she wouldn't have had that opportunity if she hadn't have said, like, who can help me with this? If you're struggling alone, ask who, not how. So many people are just running into the same brick wall over and over and over and over and over again because they're trying to figure out how. How do I do this? What's wrong with me? How do I fix this? How can I change? Start trying to ask who, not how. And and sometimes, guys, you know, in, in the examples of like a business mastermind or hiring somebody to help me in my business or the consistency course, like, yeah, those things cost money. They're not free. But at the same time, there are ways of asking who that don't cost money, right? It could be a trusted friend. It could be a book that you know has helped you before and you just need to go back to that, to that author and that author's approach. It could be a pastor or a church group or your spouse or a parent. Start asking who instead of asking how. And I feel really strongly that that will accelerate your journey to success and help you shortcut a lot of the problems that are holding you back. And listen, when you think, I don't know who, that's when you go to communities. I mean, it has never been easier than it is in 2023 because we have the power of the internet. You can go into the Primal Potential Facebook group and say, hey, I listened to this episode. This is my problem. I started to think about who and I couldn't think of anybody. What do you guys think? We can crowdsource other people and that is a way of asking who. Who can be the Primal Potential Facebook group? Who can be... Anything that you're a part of where there's trusted individuals who are like-minded or, you know, in similar circumstances. I've done this with parenting Facebook groups. And I see other people do it all the time. And the mastermind that I'm in now, it's a business mastermind, but it it tends to focus on um, women business owners who are also moms of young kids. And people are always using each other to say, hey, my my little one, we're just in like a funk with sleep. What have you done? What have you tried? We don't have to figure everything else, everything out ourselves. And in doing so, we're putting a lot on ourselves. We're putting a lot more on ourselves than we need to put on ourselves. And we're reducing our chances of success. So this week, stop asking how and start asking who. Who? 